We're thrilled to announce that we now have seven powerful devotionals available on YouVersion's Bible app. For those not in the know, YouVersion is the top Bible app in the world, and we're honored to be on this incredible platform. Our devotionals dive deep into the pillars that define the lion within us, health, wealth, and self. So whether you're seeking spiritual growth, financial wisdom, or personal development, these devotionals are tailor-made for you. So ready to embark on this transformative journey and unleash the lion within you? Head over to thelionwithin.us slash uversion to access our devotions on the uversion app. Join thousands of like-minded individuals and dive into the word with us. That's thelionwithin.us slash uversion. That's Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N. And let's grow together and become the leaders God intends us to be. Welcome to The Lion Within Us, a podcast serving Christian men who are hungry to be the leaders God intends you to be. I'm your host, Chris Granger. Let's jump in. All right, guys, it is spiritual kickoff time. I'm excited to be with you this week. Let's dive right into the Word, okay? So we're going to be in the book of 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 3, looking at two verses, verses 16 and 17. They happen to be the last two verses of chapter 3, okay? It says, all Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. All right, guys, let's get into it. Let's see what's going on with this scripture and how we can apply it to our lives. So the first thing we need to understand is where is the book of 2 Timothy? And no, you can't just say after 1 Timothy. I mean, that's, that be, would be the wrong thing to say. But look, bottom line, if you get to Hebrews, you went a little bit too far, okay? So just back up a little bit. You'll get there. 2 Timothy is actually Paul's last letter. Okay, and it's a really great letter for us as leaders because it's a it's a charge. It is a charge to us. So let's see how we can simplify and apply this to our lives as we walk it out. And this we have to recognize before we go any further. First things first, all scripture is inspired by God. We need to understand there is not a syllable in this Bible that he did not want to be there. Yes, there are multiple authors, right? Multiple writers and things like that, but only one true author of the, of the Bible. Each contributor, they did so under divine guidance of God. We can trust it to be true. So we just need to understand that first and foremost. If you have any questions about whether or not Scripture is true, if it's relevant, if it's from God, guys, that is thoughts from the evil one. I just encourage you to rebuke them, send them back to the gates of hell where, where they belong, and understand that all Scripture right here. All scripture is inspired by God. All right. Now, I want to break this thing this thing down into four areas. And I've really spent a lot of time thinking about this scripture, even wrote a devotional on this scripture. And by the way, if you haven't checked out our version devotionals, would love for you to check those out. We have over a dozen of them out there now. There, we have some of them that are longer, you know, seven or eight days. But most of them I've been writing lately are around three days, you know, three days, sometimes four but we try to get that that way you can get maybe a devotion in a week, okay, and really enjoy that. So we're going to look at these four. We're going to kind of break this down. And the first way I want to break it down is the very first where we get to because it says Scripture is inspired by God and profitable, profitable for teaching. So I love to teach. I didn't really know that about myself, to be honest with you guys. I didn't know that. I really, I, until recently, I started uh, teaching at Sunday school, and I got asked to do that. And it was pretty interesting that they asked me. I was like, okay, well, I, I guess. And the next thing you know, I really enjoy just having to to, to sit down. When, we, when I do it, I, I shared the, the role with another gentleman 
we split it up usually about every other week we're doing it but there's something that, that is that that brings value to my life and encourages me because if you want to teach something you better learn it you better sit down and spend some time in the scripture that you're well enough to, to be able to teach it and and we know that teaching at its core if you just look up the definition it's really just providing knowledge instruction or information to others and we know jesus he taught a lot right he taught in big in big numbers big crowds and the cool thing about teaching is it does scale right it, it really scales out because it really it's a it's a great way to to teach others like our sunday school class is pretty is, is a pretty sizable class uh, think about webex think about tedx you know ted talks think about um podcasting i mean things like this is a great way to teach right and you, it's just so as a leader understand that we need to be looking for opportunities to teach others when we, when we can okay now so we need to do this and, and really have that desire to do to, to pass that information on in a way that's going to help them all right so now the second part that we get to is reproof reproof and when i think about reproof I just for some reason i think about reprimanding okay and usually that's not good right <laughs> reprimanding this because this is very, very harsh very direct and unfortunately for me isn't how i operated a lot of times right because we're called to love others i, mean, I totally get that what we're called to others there is a time where reproof is necessary and for a lot of people that's difficult right now i'm not saying that you need to go out there and look for an opportunity to be to, to be reprimanding others but you better not be running away from it either right because if somebody is if, when you're in conflict you see someone doing something that's 100 out percent out of alignment god's word and you've already talked to them right right because we're not going to talk about correction yet we'll get to correction in a minute and they're still refusing to repent look fellas at some point you got to stand up and reprove you just do and it's not easy i know it's not easy it's not it's, it's very uncomfortable well chris if i do that they're going to judge me they're going to think about this and look you got to put your, your feelings to the side because at the end of the day you need to take a stance on something right and and, and i think you need to understand that 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 reproof right that that reproof sometimes that's what people need to hear they need that hard check right to get it they you know we, we get to we see scriptures also useful for correction and when i think about correction this is the third point by the way yeah it's a little bit easy it's more gentle when we do it right so you have the reproof which is like on your nose boom you're going you're going to reprove something you this could be a little bit more direct Correction is a more general approach. Now, I personally think you don't get to reprove unless you've corrected first, right? And the scripture doesn't, it puts, uh, it puts reproof in front of correction. Tell me from a leadership standpoint, you better be working on that correction before you move straight to reproof. Because if you're a type of leader who goes straight to, to, to rebuking others and to, to uh, just uh, re reproofing them, fellas, you're missing an opportunity to truly lead. I think that that reproof should almost be like your last resort, okay? And we think about correction, uh, that's where we actually to really care about, to really help people. You have to care about them, right? And use the skills that God has given you to help them write something that they've gotten off the track, right? So I immediately think about with correction parenting. I know a lot of, we have a lot of parents out there who are listed in line with us. And it seems like all that all we do as parents, you know, I have a teenager, a preteen, and two toddlers. You think about the amount of correction that we have to do each and every day. Right? That's all we do, right? And at the end of the day, I'm called to do it. 
And quite frankly, we need more strong fathers stepping up and doing it. Because I'm not called to be their friend. That they will come. Um, I love my dad. We we have this relationship now where it's more of a friend-type relationship. But when I was underneath his authority and underneath his roof, he was in charge. And I knew that. And we need more strong men stepping up and correcting, particularly when our, our kids are in outright error. And let's just face it, if you haven't corrected your kid in the last week, you just missed an opportunity. Because I guarantee you they've screwed up something. They just have. That correction, we know that Scripture is there for correction as well. Now, the final item that it tells us, right, is training. Training. I think it's interesting. This is where I spent a lot of time thinking about the distinction between teaching and training. It's between, yeah, teaching and training. There's a distinction there for a reason. And I think the reality is with this is that many people like to teach. Right? Just, just throw stuff out there. Whoever's listening, few people like to train. They do. Jesus taught in large crowds. We know that. Yet, yet he still chose to tra- train a select few group of people, his disciples, right? And that training, that's when we develop abilities through practice and instruction. So as a leader, fellas, you have to be willing to prioritize training others. Because you can't be holding on to stuff. I know so many, uh, the quote-unquote leaders, they hold on to stuff, and they, and they don't want to let it go, right? They don't want to delegate, delegate. Because if they do and somebody else learns something, well, maybe they're not going to be as valuable. And that's a terrible mindset to have as a leader. You can't have that mindset. You have to be willing to, to let go of some things and to let other people take the lead on some things. So. Maybe that takes attention. It takes patience, right? We don't want to do that because it takes patience. And we see from the model that Christ did, you know what? This works. You have to be willing to go out there and train others. So, I mean, I think back to when I was in business development. Some of the best training I ever got was was when a, a, my manager would let me fail in front of a customer. He wouldn't let it be a dumpster fire, but he would let me fail. And then we would have a, a post-call review. Or the second best way I learned was in what we call role playing, where we would actually sit down with other salespeople. We would sit down and we would, we would play out scenarios. Very uncomfortable. But you know what? It prepared me. So when I got in the situation, I was ready. And that, but that was training because he could have just taught, just like, here's how you do it and then leave. But when you actually let others participate and train them up, I'm telling you, that's where the rubber meets the road. And for Christ, that's what he did with those guys to the point where those guys went to the death for, for, for everything he stood for because he trained them well. And they knew what they were representing. I just think, fellas, this, when we think about it as a leader, think about these four words. I mean, teaching, reproof, correction, training, all this right here. All, we have these tools at our fingertips. Are we going to use them? Because if you want to accelerate as a leader, you better lean into these, two, these type of tools. You better start using them. And then let the Holy Spirit right here, the whole, all Scripture is inspired and profitable. And he says at the very end, so that you can equip for every good work. I want you to be equipped. I want you to be ready. Well, Chris, I've had this question a lot. Chris, how do you bring these Christian values into the, to the workplace that we have, that we have now? where you have all these DEI initiatives, you have all, the, all these different types of agendas and all these different types of even sexuality type things that are being pushed down people's throats now. Well, you have to understand sometimes maybe you just need to, 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 to there's a chance to reproof. Maybe there's a time, chance to correct. 
But I know one thing we need as leaders, we need to be looking towards God's word and using it and letting us that guide and direct our steps each and every day. And if we do that, if we are obedient to the Holy Spirit, you know what? Is it going to be easy? No, it's not going to be easy. Right. But I guarantee you one thing. It's your, your, the, the path you have is going to be better because you have hope. You have hope in something better, greater than the world can offer you. I promise you that because if you're just chasing a title, you're chasing a salary or a number or a person, whatever that thing is you're chasing, if it's not Christ, you're going to be unsatisfied. You just are. We need to understand it when we use scripture the way God tends us to use it so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work, be ready for every good work. Are you ready to do good work today? Are you ready to teach? Simple little uh, challenge for you guys. If, If you had to teach anything on the gospel today, could you do it? Would you know what to say? Okay, maybe there's an opportunity for you to dig in and learn and spend some time there. Is there something that you need to, re- to reproof? Just get out your life. Have that direct conversation that you've been putting off. What do you need to, be, to start correcting? This may be your own correction, or this may be correcting others. We all often like to think about correcting others. But what if it's correcting our own action? And then well, who do we need to be training? And who is training us? Again, remember, there's always two sides to every coin. So, yeah, why you need to be teaching? Who are you learning from? Right? Why you need to be training others? Who are you training? So, just guys, I'm hoping that this, as you start thinking about this, you see scripture like this as a leader, this is how we grow. We lean into these principles. As fellas, you, you hear me talking about unleashing a line within all the time. You want, you want to do that? You start leaning in, use these principles, then you'll be adequate, then you're going to be equipped. He's called you to do. So now, I want you to think about this question for this week. What questions about the Bible are you afraid to ask? Because sometimes, guys, when it so when it comes down to Scripture and being able to equip others, we don't we don't want to use it because man, I don't know if I know enough, right? But I want you to think about that because our guest this week will be talking pretty in depth around questions that, that we have about the Bible that I know you have about the Bible. Okay, so now I want you to share one more thing. If you've never in your life surrendered to the Lordship of Christ, I just want to encourage you today. That, that's all. I just want to encourage you to, to, if for some reason you have opened up the line within us, you're listening, we thank you. But if for some reason, maybe there's just you've never had anyone share the gospel or, or you've been in a position where I'll get to it one day, I just got to get these things done in my life first. I just want to encourage you right now. Today is today. You need to understand that you are a sinner. You just are, right? And the last thing you need is a coach or a motivational speaker that's going to give you a good charge. No, you know, that's not what you need. You need a savior, right? I'm not your savior. There's no pastor out there that's your savior. Your wife's not your savior. Your manager, there's no saviors out there. The only savior is Jesus Christ. You need to believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. You need to truly understand that he came on a rescue mission for you. He gave us life up. He went on the cross at Calvary for you. He laid in that tomb, and he paid the penalty for it for your sin and for my sin, the penalty that we can't pay. I can't pay that penalty. You can't either. There's no types of works that you can do this side of heaven that's going to get you there. It's just, it's just not possible. And I'm sorry that you, to, to tell you this news, but I, there's just no other way. 
Because there's no other name under heaven that's been given among men by which we must be saved. It tells us that, Max. That only name is Jesus. You need to truly believe that he is the son of God. And he overcame death. And what he did, the veil was torn. And guys, we have a path to salvation. And it comes through him. But understanding and believing that he is the son of God is so important. Then it gets to the most important part. Investing him as Lord. You have to truly say, okay, Lord, I can't do this. My way is not working. I choose to follow you. I surrender to you. I'm, I'm handing my life over to you. Please, God, direct me. Show me. And in that moment, when you surrender to the Lordship of Christ, the Holy Spirit's going to come and give you a new heart. The blinders going to go off. You'll be able to see things that God has for you. You'll be able to, to, to experience things in, in, on this earth that people who, don't, who are not believers can't. Is it going to get easier? No. Is it going to get better? Yes. I promise you that. And you'll be equipped by doing stuff like this to do the work that he's called you to do. So if you're ready to surrender your life to the Lordship of Christ, let's pray together. So thank you, Father, for today. Thank you for the opportunity to share the gospel on the spiritual kickoff. I just pray for that one listener who is in this moment. Tears are flowing. They know. They are a sinner. They need a Savior. They can't do it. I just pray that you give them peace right now that passes all understanding. They understand by, by committing their life to you, Lord, that you're going to give them the Holy Spirit, that you're going to guide and direct them, that you're going to show them a better way. I just pray you put people in their life and opportunities for others to encourage them, to draw them closer to you. I just pray a hedge of protection around them because I know the evil one's going to start attacking. I just pray that special hedge of protection over them. And I pray, Lord, they just continue this step each and every day of obedience following you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so if you just surrender your life to the Lordship of Christ, best decision you ever make, best decision you ever make, what I want you to do now, send me an email, chris at thelionwithin.us. I'm going to send you some free resources. we got some scripture references that you can start studying, some Bible study references that you can start using. I'm going to send you our you version devotionals. Lots of ways I want to get you started. And I want to also find out where you're at and see if our community at the Lion Within us can help you get plugged into a local church, okay? So important to get plugged into a local body, particularly a gospel-preaching, Bible-believing church, okay? This is what you need to be looking for, okay? We're not looking for stuff to tickle our ears. We want to know the truth. We need to learn how, then we need to learn how to apply it, okay? So again, guys, connect with me. Send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Definitely come back on Wednesday. Have a great conversation lined up for you guys. Looking forward to sharing this, this one with you. Uh, if, you can, if you don't mind, give us a rating and review. That type of stuff helps big time. Share the podcast with others. Uh, again, check out the YouVersion devotionals because we have lots of content out there, uh, particularly this one. I'd love to get your feedback on what this one around uh, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 is. want to get your feedback on that. Head over to thelionwithin.us. That's thelionwithin.us for all our content, all our materials. You want to join our community. You want to join our summit. Guys, we have lots of ways we try to help people. We have masterminds within our communities. We have lots of different opportunities, but only you only get access to any of that once you get started inside the community. So go check that out, fellas. That's what it's all about. That's how we're trying to help people. And it's quite frankly, we have a lot of lot of fun with it. So we have lots of activities, lots of events, lots of ways we try to help help others grow, be the leader God intends them to be. All right. Come on back on Wednesday. Look forward to hanging out with you guys. Thank you so much for, for, the, for the opportunity just to listen. 
And also just for the support, you know, if you want to consider being a donor, that would be amazing. We have donors right now. So if you want to set up, maybe you don't want to just join a community, you're good there, but you just want to support what we're doing at the Lion Within Us. That would be amazing. So you can, thelionwithin.us, all our information, all our resources are over there. All right, guys, we'll come back. Look forward to hanging out with you. And look, keep unleashing the lion within. If you're a man who's looking for greater spiritual guidance into how to become a better leader, finding resources that you can trust and then implement can be daunting. For me personally, I thought it was a lost cause and I decided to take the action knowing that I wasn't alone. It was because of this wide gap that we created our Lion Within Us community. And the areas that we we're helping Christian men grow are incredible. For instance, we built ways for guys to lean in and grow through fun events like our daily spiritual kickoff, where you get that much needed boost directly from God's word. Our Bible studies that always focus on how to discern and apply what we learn. And even our amazing form where you can speak your mind without fear of getting shut down or judged by the extreme rules of modern day social media. On top of all that, we know that many men want help overcoming issues and becoming stronger in many different areas. That's why we created several mastermind groups where their iron truly sharpens the iron. Our community is about having a growth mindset, accountability, intentionality, and transparency. In other words, just leave fake you at home and come to community just as you are. I fully believe in what we built. I see the impact it's making on men right now, and I would love to have you check it out. So start your very own 30-day free trial today to see how we can help you be a better leader. So if you're ready to take that first step, Head over to thelionwithin.us and get started. Your journey begins here. Visit thelionwithin.us and I'll see you inside the den.